Welcome to the Ridgeline Podcast. My name is Wyatt Grumo, and I am a licensed real estate broker with Ridgeline Real Estate. And with me today is Gina Grumo, broker owner of Ridgeline Real Estate. Today we're going to talk about, um, we're going to do a little education on uh, real estate. And we're going to talk about definitions, what they mean, what they involve, um, and how they're used in real estate. So today we are talking about covenants, otherwise known as the CCNRs, yeah, and easements. Correct. We'll talk about both of those things in real real estate property and what they mean. Mean. Okay, so let me read off the definition by Google mm. of what a covenant is. Covenants are rules and restrictions over land that essentially lay out what you can and cannot do or cannot be done on the property. Covenants run with the land, meaning they stay in effect over the property, even if it sells or transfers to a new owner. Yes. Yes. So that is a piece that's built up on top of what your city or county regulations are. So that's an addition to that mm-hmm. piece. If your lot is sitting out in county, below those CCRs, so underneath the CCRs is your county rules and regs to include zoning. So you have to be aware of both of those. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and both of those items can... In- hold things that maybe you didn't know you could or couldn't do there. So you want to be very aware of those things because if it were ever called upon to you, you could have some issues. Correct. Yes. And so how do, how do CCRs get enforced? They have to be a civil lawsuit. Right. To make your neighbor do what the CCRs are saying that has to be done. Mm-hmm. Just so you know. Yeah. Okay. So where would you find the CCNRs? You can go down to the clerk and recorder's office and ask for them there. They will have the CCNRs for your subdivision or whatever development you are on. Um, and if there is any on where right. you, there may not be any. Right. Um, but it's something that I think a property owner should know. Um, it's going to lay out what you can and cannot do on your property if that applies to you. Um, you can also ask a title company yeah. to pull those for you as well. They will be able to do that. Or your real estate agent um, can pull those yes. for you as well. Yes. And like you said, it's important to know what they are. You know, what do some new developments have in their CTRs? They can have... A certain type of fence is the only fence you can use. Maybe you can't even have a fence. Mm -hmm. Um, Any trailer or anything that can be parked off of the city, um, because the city doesn't allow you to park your trailer on the the street street. anymore. Yeah, in Great Falls. Right. But then you go to park it in your driveway, 
Well, your CCRs might say, nope, you can't even have it in your driveway. Mm-hmm. You've got to have it behind a fenced area. Right. So so those are a couple common ones for Great Falls. Yeah, and maybe you live out in the um, county or somewhere and you want to have animals, right. but maybe your covenants state that you can't or you there is a limit to the animals that you have. Right. Um, those are other things. And those are things if you're buying and you want a specific property, you would want to check because if somebody, you know, you won't, you go and you want somewhere where you can have horses. Right. Well, you want to make sure that that's even possible on that, uh, parcel of land. Right. Yeah. So that's the importance behind covenants, um, and the restrictions and conditions, Yes, which is what CCNR stands for. Um, when covenants might also have restrictions on what you can, can and cannot build out on the, those properties. And maybe they say that you need to consult an architectural committee for that development that will allow you to um, build whatever it is that you want to build. There's all kinds of things that could be in the covenants, but I think that's going to be um, mostly what's going to be in those things. Yes. In covenants. Yeah. So it'll, it could say a minimum square footage. So you'd have mm-hmm. to have at least that large or larger. Um, also it could say um, certain types of homes are not allowed. Manufactured mobile homes. Um, we're getting a lot of requests on barn dominiums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, barn dominiums, and there are some that don't allow barn dominiums, right? Um, just because of the way their covenants are written. So right. that's definitely something you want to take a look at. Yes, for covenants. Now the next term that we're going to cover are it is easements. Yes. Um, and. By definition, an easement is, let me pull it up here. An easement is something that shows that they, that person that has the easement has an interest in using public or private land that they do not legally own. Correct. Which has to be placed in agreement with both the person not own, that doesn't have ownership of the land and the person that has ownership of the land. Correct. Yep. Got anything to add? With- yeah, and the easements can be a number of things. It can be for utilities. It can be for roads. Um, water. There's some shared wells that, you know. Um, roads, I think, seem to be the highest. Yeah, access to land mm-hmm. um, is going to be a really common easement um, is access through somebody else's property right um or maybe a fence was there um prior to purchase and you would have to obtain the easement if the survey if a survey was done and um your fence is encroaching on the other person's land an easement would have to be um made correct to have your fence on their land. If it's been there forever right. um, and you both agree upon it, that type of an easement. So right. types of easements, utility easements, private right. easements. Mm-hmm. So that's um, pr- 
property rights that can be created or sold or given by the property owner to another party. Right. So your neighbor wants to access your land to install some solar panels. Right. You might have the right to either grant access or refuse it. Right. And those, those need to be written and filed at your yep. county level. Yep. So these all have to be, like I said before, every easement has to be agreed upon by both parties that it involves. So these easements that I'm going over still has to be agreed upon, but these are just the type of easements that are there. So easements by necessity would be an easement that the owner of a landlocked property needs to get to access their property through somebody else's. It's called an easement by necessity. Now, you don't have to grant that easement to the landlocked um, the landlocked party, so they still have to be agreed upon. Prescriptive easement um, is a property right granted to someone who doesn't own the underlying property. So let's say um, somebody is crossing your property without your permission and you don't stop them and they continue to do it year after year. And, um, it seems pretty unfair, but by illegally accessing, accessing the property, they can gain a right to access it for doing it for a prolonged period of time. So if you feel like somebody's trespassing, you better act upon it now. Yes. Otherwise they can argue that they've been doing this for years yeah. and nobody said anything. Right. So that's, uh, types of easements and what they could look like. Right. Yeah. Easements also run with the land, just like covenants do. So when it's sold, that easement is still there. It can be taken off with agreement from each landowner as well again. Yes. Right? Yep. And that has to also be recorded again to prove that it was removed. Right. So that's going to conclude covenants and easements uh, for this week's podcast. Um, if you have like other definitions you want to know about or have questions on that we could do a podcast on, let us know. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, please share a podcast if you liked it. Thanks for listening.